is a podcast any size. Hey, it's Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast that comes out every week, hosted by me, Henry Gilbert. <laughs> oh, God. Hold on. I'm not ready for anything right now. All right, we can just start. No, no, let's do it. If it's too hard for you, we don't need to. But hey, listeners, welcome to Cape Crisis again. Let the class trial that was Don Gone Rampa, not Spider Man. Sorry, uh, but hey, anyway, guys, who cares? It's uh, it's another episode of Cape Crisis. Back again, second of the year, two in a row, two weeks in a row. We can do, we can do this. We can get this ball rolling and not miss any weeks again. Uh, but oh, and I'm here with co-host Christopher Antista. Hi, hi, everybody. Um, no guests uh, or ghosts this week, but uh, yeah, Brett. I, I wish Brett was here because there's definitely one big thing I wanted to talk with him about. But uh, well, more than one big. He doesn't thing. like comics. All of which involves Spider-Man. Actually, I st- I feel bad that he took us to task last week. For, what? Um, well, he's like, I've seen every episode of Flash. I was like, oh, yeah, man. but I read more comics than he did. So there, mm-hmm. so there. So you win and, that competition exactly. But let me tell you, in the off-topic opener. Maybe that's what we should call it. The OO, the off-topic opener. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to quickly complain about... Gamergate? Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too, buddy. Loud and clear. Bringing it on home tonight. At the start of today, well, I mean, this was frustrating in a similar way. But um, uh, So I had to come into the city today. But I could not avoid the trains. If I, if I could have, I would have because... Uh, there was an accident in one of the stations, and so like pretty much every train was delayed or just inoperable, and for about two hours, the two hours that I needed to be in the city, and I luckily got on the last train that anybody could get on into the city. It just took forty extra minutes. The ones the monkey sang about, and I was crowded. I, I was on that the was most. Hilarious. I was on. I was on the most crowded American train I've ever been on. And, like, the the nadir of the event was I was standing next to... I, well, there was this guy who was sat on the floor when I got on the train. I was like, well, that's weird. Why is this guy sitting on the floor? Oh, well, I'll just <laughs> let him. And then he stands up and starts shifting back and forth and goes, like, I got asthma, man. I got... And I was like, I smell him. I'm like, ooh, he's a homeless guy. Or he smells like a homeless guy and is now, pay, like... Stepping back and forth, one foot to the other, acting like he's about to have a panic attack. And I was like, we have to get to the next station and get this guy off this train. Like, he's going to have, like, his panic attack is going to make me have a panic attack. And, and fortunately, he got off. But then I was just trapped on this train for, like, another 30 minutes and just about to lose my mind. And then we get to the station right before the last station when I can finally get off and, like, I got. I did have to just laugh at these people. We pulled up to the train, and like these people wanted to get on, and there was no way to get on, and they just had to like <laughs> stare. They just had to stare and think, "I want to get on this train, but but can't." And this one pushy dude, I hate the pushy dudes who can see like the train's full. You're not getting on, but he just goes like, "Come on, everybody, squeeze in!" And then everybody laughs in his fucking face because. There was no squeezing him. Like, they weren't going to accommodate him in his pushy bullshit. They're like, no, we're not squeezing in. You can't squeeze in more. Like, oh, boy. In Japanese society, when we were on the Tokyo train, like, in that... Oh, yes. See, what the fullness of today's train was, like, add 20% to that, and that's how full the train we were on was, because 
this, I mean, I was okay, this but... one was like, oh, we still have space between our elbows. Like, I could move my elbows. Mm-hmm. Like, it, uh, well, meanwhile, on the Tokyo train, it was like, you literally can't move. Like, you can't. You you could be lifted off the ground. Like, you're you're shoved that close together. Hmm. Sorry, anyway. I wasn't listening to you at all. I just wanted to share that uh, The Gamer Gear people just came after Tyler and Ann for uh, uncovering their relationship. Which, by the way, for those of you listening, you had a Gamergate scoop three years ago. Good for you guys. <sighs> just kidding. But I want you to see that kind of shit. And if you see any of your friends doing it, publicly try and roll your eyes at it. This is not real information. Mm-hmm. Eh. Anyway. Yeah, it's all a you joke. You don't need to talk about it. That. is a joke. I'm just going to say it's, that. It's a joke but, that's hurting people, but it's yeah. like... It's, uh, I cannot believe that anybody thinks this is news. Just because you just found something out doesn't make it news. I'm sorry, Henry. I bumped you I, out. I bumped this you out. This is just like I barely. I didn't even want to talk about this because like, I can't. I can't because I just tweeted it and I just I just got my shit blown up uh, like four seconds ago as of this recording, which is uh, the previous night. But anyway, hi. Thank you everybody for listening. Hope you like Laser Time this week. It's about uh, a classical cartoon quiz brought to you by Diana. Mm-hmm. Uh, but okay, I'll get back. Let's steer towards comic books. What can I talk about? Yeah, so I can't think about anything else you, right now. Yeah, I know it really. Um, you got to get back on. Like it's hard to mad. focus. I agree. And I know you want to stay on topic, everybody. So I'm going to stick to that. Not, not, uh, not let out my real feelings about. Uh, uh, fucking how, how we've let monsters run wild on the internet and mm. haven't told them that their identity is so fragile and frail that they have to come over the people who make very little money and uh, risk losing their jobs every day to get them stupid fucking video game content. God, you guys are assholes. Anyway. I, I don't think I heard any of that. I read so. Spider-Man, or uh, Star Wars, number one. Okay, I should probably different. kick it off. Yeah. Let's kick it off with Star Wars Because, like, in the one. middle of all this other crap, like, uh, Sean, uh, Sean Connell, thank you for the copy. And uh, Superdraft gave us a code that we can give away for the Star Wars number one as well. So if you oh, don't have can it... we give it away to me? We can give it away digitally. Uh, well, I would have to retract that whole statement. No, so no, I, 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 I kid, I kid. Um, written by Jason Aaron. Super fucking fun. I'm guessing, like, uh, I went, I blew through it super fast because I knew we were about to record. Uh, and it, it would seem to take place in between Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back. It has mm-hmm. lovely little reveals for all the characters. Uh, I don't know. I guess I just haven't... I read a couple of the, uh, the Dark Horse comics, which, remember last week we reported the Dark Horse comics had a farewell sale? Yeah. Um, they had a farewell sale on the Dark Horse app, and they have shown up in the... Oh, yeah, somebody told me that, too, that Marvel is going to keep All that panic over nothing, and not only that, I bought versions I can't read in Comixology. <laughs> Boo-hoo. <laughs> mm. But, well, yeah, doesn't it even start out, the Star Wars comics start out with, like, an under-the-ship shot? Um, like of a giant, like the, first with the first page that's a star crawl oh, or yes, whatever. Yes, and then, the star crawl and then just stars. Mm. And then you just, you hear. You hear that in here yet? I, totally. I almost thought like I should put on the on the music to listen because I was really ready to feel the Star Wars. And I, I, I swear, I'm saying that as someone who hasn't in a while. You I, remember Shadows of the Empire? With yes. The, it came with a soundtrack yeah. to read the book to. Yeah. But. Oh, God. Oh yeah, oh, the comic. I'm sorry, I thought you were talking. Well, about it had, no, it had a game. comic and a book. Mm-hmm. Like so, it and then a soundtrack. Like it was everything but a movie. Like Shadows of the too. Empire was a big deal oh, twenty man. years ago. There was a, literally a time it was fighting when we were like early days of the internet. Like how can we make games right as articles more appealing? I'm like, I know. We pick a song that says the that tells you what the mood of the article is, <laughs> and it'll autoplay. Like what an asshole I was. Hey. 
cannot believe know, I proposed that. It's an interesting thing. It's the same with like that scene in Big where he's like, "Here's how kids will play video game or a comic book. It's a it's a choose your own adventure book, and you open it, and it's just like you feel like he's nearly got an idea for the future of comic books." But <laughs> well, what does what does the yet. internet hate most? Boy, that's hard. Auto, women? Uh, hold on. Everything. Uh-huh. What they hate second most? Autoplay. They hate autoplay. Yeah. They hate autoplaying anything. Uh, but the new Star Wars, it was, it was really fucking fun. Mm. Especially because, like, if you consider, like, take away the setting, uh, it's in a Marvel comic, which is comparatively much more low-key and grounded mm-hmm. than anything currently happening in the Marvel Universe outside of Ant-Man applying for a job. Well, because it's not... Complicated. It, like, it isn't. It's yeah. like it's it's like literally swords and ships. Well, Star Wars was made to be uncomplicated. It's made yeah. to be modern myth and just swashbuckling. Goof, goof I thought orders. it was. Gr- I don't want to destroy any of the reveals, but like, um, I, I love Han working for Jabba mm. with the gang around him, Boy, not that's... knowing what's in store for him. Uh, I that. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm really not. I'm airing and not giving you any spoilers. By the way, an awesome moment for. Uh, Chewbacca mm-hmm. in a really, really weird and complicated uh, what do you call that hierarchy of order that you probably never really thought about when you think of the Star Wars gang. Mm. Um, I thought that was very, I very interesting. This now. Yeah, I, well, I love the John Cassidy is my one of my mm-hmm. favorite artists. And, like, you know, it looks ever. great. It like, looks yeah. really good. He is so good. Like it, like. I, I've said this before, but his work on on, um, on Planetary is, like, the best. It's one of my favorite comics of the last decade, like, top five. And he also did... It wasn't that great of a comic, but he did a Captain America run that was really... Like, the art was gorgeous. And he just did it because he's like, I love Captain America. I just want to draw him. Like, that was... Yeah, awesome. and, and they let him. It's... I don't know. This, this is, seems to be leading up to something really fucking fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I... Sort of. I don't love that they had to get rid of the whole extended universe just to make this and tell me it's official because you know I, mm-hmm. I, maybe I could have enjoyed any adventures the gang would have gone on well, outside they, the movie. They just let the expanded universe go for so long yeah. that it was like no, there they, probably wasn't one second that wasn't covered yeah. in 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 between the films. Yeah, because I bought the one of the issues I bought in the darker set was Star Wars Tales, which and like mm-hmm. that's kind of all it was. Yeah, like stories of the extras and what happens in like filling in the space in between yeah. shots. I mean, that's exactly what. Yeah, there's there's too, like yeah. there's not an iota of like unaccounted for time in the Star Wars real universe at this point. So I guess I can see why they had the crisis in the galaxy far, far away. Speaking, boy, you know, real quick, I read a great, I read a great thing about comparing the Moss Eisley Space mm-hmm. Center to a really gross, a really gross uh, message board. And it said that, like, this message board, this unnamed message board, is like Moss Eisley, except everybody in it thought they were Han Solo when they were really the pig faced guy. <laughs> uh, uh, fuck, I forgot what I was going to. I was going to say, I got to stop looking at Twitter. But yeah, I'm, really. Turning no, off the notifications. I would say, in general, don't look turning at Twitter during a podcast. Turning off the. Sorry, sorry. I'm just, I'm upset right now. Uh, I am too. It, the wanna, show must go wanna on. Want to thank Draft for the extra code. Yeah. And all you got to do is tweet anything um, with the, the hashtag Cave Crisis in it. So mm-hmm. Maybe make it about the show or the comics, but I don't want to make things too severe. Uh, that's how we'll be deciding who gets to come. That'd be nice. We'll, yeah. be, we'll have given it away by uh, Friday night, so there. That's a um, good idea. And I read I read Star Wars. I don't know, like just every time I think, I don't know, I, I, from a distance, I look at something like Reddit and like this Star Wars jerk fest and like, man, I really <laughs> don't care this much. And there was a shot in the book of Luke and like 
oh my god i cannot <laughs> believe how much i care about this i cannot believe how much this still works for me yeah. and there was a moment that i thought they were going to go for because uh, you know the backstory of Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back, Mark nah, Hamill got no idea. Mark yes. Hamill got in a big car accident. Yep, uh, and uh, kind of fucked up his face. face. Yeah. And I swear to God, I thought for one second, oh my God, Jason Aaron is going to show us the moment that fucks up Luke Skywalker's face. Well, and okay, well, they still can. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still can. What is there? Is there a canonical well, reason for that? Well, no, I always assumed that it was that it was the Wampa yeah the Wampa that does it the, the it cuts his face and like that I, I always assume that that's what it's supposed to be that his face gets screwed up by the Wampa but uh, it doesn't describe the horror that occurred no no I don't mean I, I kid the Hamill I know he's a listener uh, <laughs> we all love Mark Hamill like, you'll never just... guess what else I read this week Henry mm. and uh, as part mm. of a never ending mission I was trying to find I wanted it, it happens on occasion but I wanted a bagged and boarded version of Star Trek um, Planet of the Apes crossover the Primate Directive ah, I wanted beloved. a bagged and boarded and I went to multiple comic stores couldn't find it mm-hmm. and since I, I I don't I wouldn't say rarely at this point I don't rarely go to local comic shops but I go there with the intention of like I am buying one thing to support you and I hate walk, I hate walking out of there making eye t- contact with a guy and not buying anything. Uh-huh. Uh, it hurt. It, it you feel bad. That's what's kept totally, me out of comic shops sometimes. Felt totally bad. I found last week. I uh, you know sprayed it all over Mad, my love for Mad Magazine. Yep. If you can think of something along the lines I loved as much as Mad Magazine, same style. From your childhood, my or? childhood that uh, we all probably loved, but it wasn't necessarily a comic. Uh, uh, okay, it, garbage pail kids. That's it. <laughs> Jesus I Christ! It. I knew uh, it. Damn it! Oh, when you said not a comic, um, I was like, I tried to remember something you else went crazy for. But IDW published a, a one-shot garbage pail kids comic what? with a big booger splash that says for mature readers only. And a, once again, I could not help but laugh at the irony of that statement because it is anything but. It, it takes. It takes Garbage Pail Kids to a logical extreme mm. in that they don't, I don't know, I don't, they don't curse. But like mm. the first, the, the second story is the one I read. It's called Shitstorm, but with like fucking pound signs. and Right. And it's, it's, it was t- an argument between two Garbage Pail Kids. One is Scotty Potty, the guy who was in the toilet, and his variant, like, you know what I'm talking about? There were always yeah, two versions. Yeah. So they're arguing who is the best. And like, I know who's the best. Let's see who can shit more. And then, and then, like, just literally wow. reading the line, I think oh it was like, and, and then the two kings of ass perched, <laughs> perched upon the golden bowls. And, and they just shit everywhere and flood everything with shit. And I think Jesus someone's Christ. like, run like a bastard. Ah, and like indecipherable curse word and I'm pretty sure one character just says masturbating <laughs> exclamation point and like that is that is the perfect garbage pill kids humor it yes yeah I would say I it was I wasn't it was clever and not being clever I wasn't a fan of, of it as a kid to be honest oh, really? I, I found them too gross I, I just didn't like it one time we were describing two girls one cup to you in a car and you almost yeah. puked I get yeah I sometimes I have a weak stomach for that stuff it's true <laughs> I uh, like 
Mad Balls was as gross as it mm. got for me. Remember when they made a Mad Balls video game a few years ago? That it was just like they did. Didn't somebody they? just got the Mad Balls license. Like they were making a game that just starred balls. And like, <laughs> I think we could get Mad Balls for this. Uh, was sure. it Mad Balls or Squee Balls? It was Mad Balls. Well, I think it was like Mad Balls in Squee. No, it wasn't Squee Balls. We got that crate of Squee Balls yeah. when we were, you know, colluding to get free. Yes. A, a, a giant crate full of stuffed things which we obviously wanted like who wouldn't want that yes who wouldn't sell their soul for a free t-shirt and a plush toy assholes uh, boy this is just going to derail the whole episode like, it's not and also it's going to like crystallize it in time like I, I uh, okay not that all our other discussions are but okay I, I read some comics mm-hmm. if you'd like to hear my mm-hmm. thoughts on them boy do I uh, well, big one for me was uh, people were, I think I saw several places, and I think even some of our commenters say mm. that One Punch Man is an amazing mm. manga, and that it is a superhero. If you're, uh, sorry if I'm forgetting who, who exactly told me about it, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it's a superhero parody comic from Japan, like mm-hmm. basically doing a Marvel-style book, but featuring... Um, uh, a Marvel style book, but but featuring a character who fights other superheroes or fights supervillains, and these supervillains have like these crazy crazy powers, and then they talk to, and then this one guy shows up who seems to be just like a slacker mm-hmm. dude in a mask and cape, and then you find out that his superpower is that he can beat anybody in one punch. Like just wow. it doesn't matter. How hard he hits them, just if he hits you with one punch, you are defeated. It's Not like have a punch sound effect on here. It's such oh, a man. crazy it's it's just such a crazy fun concept. Like that's the first the first story is the introduction of that. Mm. Like that one punch knocks people out. And then it grows from there and builds an even crazier world. Like it is it's a really fun little book. I only read a few issues of it. I think it's finally getting published it's it's being officially published here so don't read scanlations guys give money buy it through amazon on our link <laughs> if you feel so inclined yeah oh i had to look up a punch sound effect on youtube well let's hear it <laughs> jesus it feels like it's the dumb. one you would have had before yeah. like it, it, uh, it it's not a like fan of that the, one um i had i had one just with like a punch with reports that guy going <laughs> Um, and then I also, uh, I caught up, uh, I'm trying my best to catch up on the Marvel oh. stuff that I've purchased but not been reading. I want to get this out for the people who fade uh, who fade out of these things. Humble Bundle is having an insane comic Oh, yeah, that is, the best, that is one of the Holy best sales I've ever shit. seen. Like, it's, it for, uh, right now, as of this recording, for less than $20, mm-hmm. you can get every saga from book one. I'm going to pull this You get every quick. Southern Bastards. You get Fade Out. You get the first volumes of Sex Criminals, God Hates Astro- Astronauts, East to West. Like, it's insane. I have paid, I have probably paid, not even, I've never, I don't, I don't even pay full price for all these comics, but I still think it's, it's about $100 to $200 worth of the best comics of last year mm-hmm. for $20. And that's if you pay the, the maximum. That's if you whatever. pay the maximum. Or, or, well, not the maximum, but like 18 bucks gets you, will unlock these. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, and you get, uh, I mean, Jeez, I want to get the list of it too. It is, it is amazing a list, but it. Uh, a full disclosure: we are friends with a person who does PR for. Oh, we're not really going there because if anything, she'll probably hook us up with codes to give away. So fuck off, everybody. Hey, look, I just want to put that out there. So it's called. She didn't even tell me about this. Humble Comics Bundle, it. Humble Humble Comics Bundle Two. 
And yeah, it, it, it you also also worth mentioning is Elephant Man, uh, the the Walking Dead Compendium one. So the first forty eight issues of Walking Dead, Sex Criminals, Velvet, The Wicked and the Divine, like these oh, yeah. su- Southern Bastards, Stray Bullets Volume one, one, a very underrated book. Everybody needs to read the first issue of Fade Out. Like it's all like this is such a great package. Or $18. $18 or more to Humble Bundle. Like, mm-hmm. that is too... And it's like, I believe it's DRM-free comics. I like, believe you pulled a fucking disclosure thing. These are all the... These are... <laughs> I found I found out about this. Hold on. I found out about this. I know. I look, because Matt I know. Tate tweeted me about it. I haven't talked to Lizzie until just this second. <laughs> I know. Look, that was, that was partially a joke. <sighs> but <Fucking> assholes. <laughs> assholes. Yeah, all right. Look. Hey, they're ruining fun. That's kind of their job. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, <laughs> so many things. I know. Uh, anyway, yeah. No, that that whole humble bundle is like every comic I loved. My favorite comics of last year, pretty much, is all in there. Like I think my top five comics I read last year were like Saga, Sex Criminals, Velvet, and Matt Tate. Thank you very much for uh, that that link. He yeah. took. Velvet, Sex Criminals, Southern Bastards, all that stuff. Enjoyable experiences in the entire medium. Like, mm-hmm. I, and I say that not to uh, diminish anything like stuff like Marvel and DC has done. It's just it's always interesting to read a new image comic and have it really hit you with a new IP. Because how often do you read a new IP from Marvel or DC? Mm, it's kind of rare, yeah. Mm-hmm. Except, oh, and I did, though, I read this. Uh, I got a reminder. Everybody should read them. Um, I'm a big fan of Chris Sims at Comics. Alliance. Mm-hmm. He's a really good book. He he's a really good writer. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that was weird. That music. That, uh, anyway. Oh, just a hammer. Okay, uh, sorry. But keep going. Keep going, Anki. Anyway, I'm a big fan of his stuff, and he brought up a great moment that was in Miss um, Marvel, where she had her that was that was worth remembering now in light of current events. But she had this uh, great. She had her great. Um, with great power comes great responsibility moment, except she cited uh, something from the Quran like that her father taught her. And that it was just like, this was a view on Islam you're not going to see like in a comic book. Like, And also, I, I follow the, the, the writress, mm-hmm. the authoress of... Uh, horrible. horrible uh, authoress is a real word. It's <laughs> one it? nobody uses. It's a, it's a terrible word. But, um, <laughs> but she it's had... It's a dirty a, word, people. She had a great statement right after the Charlie Hedbo thing was that she was like, I'm, I am one, a Muslim, two, a, two, a cartoonist, and three, a human, so I feel like I should comment on this, but mm-hmm. this is the only thing I can think of at the moment, and this is right after it happened. <laughs> I guess and it was, was an image, mm. it was an image that said, if, you're, if, you're, if you think your religion is worth killing over, please start with yourself. Like that. There you go. That's a good, that's a good I one. think that's a good that's that's some I don't know why so many religions poo poo that idea. It'd be a lot better place if uh <laughs> yeah, well, if, if you want to take yeah, the, what? what? But the, oh, is it getting dark? Suicide this bad. This, this show, this show is getting dark. This has been, yeah. This is what they've done to us, man. <laughs> if Brett was here, he'd be so mad at us for getting right. so off topic. Yes. Like, 
I do wish Brett was here though, because I I want to. I know you do. You don't I, like me. I want nobody no, well, likes because no, I wanted to. Well, uh, you'll, you'll care about this too. Old, but irrelevant, and trying to exist in the internet. And you'll care. Uh, well, hey, thirty-four in internet time is seven. Nobody cares so. because I can't give a I can't give a sequel of four anymore. <laughs> Look, let me tell you something. What's that? That uh, that what I want to tell Brett and that uh, you will also like is that in the most recent one of the more recent Spider Verse things. If one of the universes they visited was the Marvel versus Capcom universe. Oh, really? It was a really funny scene, like a very brief aside where I think they did it in a way of that they can't say like this is mm-hmm. like it's a Spider-Man drawn like Marvel vs. Capcom, but mm-hmm. they don't use the phrase Marvel vs. Capcom. Mm-hmm. But he does all the poses and the moves. He does Maximum Spider to him and says mm-hmm. Maximum Spider. And then Mortlund kind of, I think, dispatches of him. But it's a really cool scene. I did see a panel of Spider-Verse 2, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was the Spider-Man talking about, yeah, I met this one guy and he can't stop singing show tunes. Looks like the <laughs> yeah. dude from Seabiscuit. Weird, the dude I met looked like the guy from Social Network. Yeah, I saw that one too. Yeah, that was good. And as somebody pointed out to me, there was a cool scene in in the one I talked about last week where all the cartoon characters meet each other. Oh, yeah. Where when uh, Miles takes off his mask Mm -hmm. and then uh, 60 Spider-Man goes like, oh, I can't believe you're... And then then Cartoon Ultimate Spider-Man goes like, "Uh uh-oh, is he going to have some Mad Men era 1960s beliefs here? I'm worried. And then 60 Spider-Man just says, you're a kid. I can't believe it. Like, that's... It was just a funny... It was a funny moment of thinking like, why would Peter Parker ever go like, you're black. I never would have expected that. Like, Peter's not that close-minded. That, that's mm. not Peter Parker. Well, you know, why is it? I kind of hate my it? Facebook sometimes because it seems to notice things I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. So every sponsored link now has been really, really tempting. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett what? knocked out cold. Like, yeah, I want to see that. And then a lot of them have been Andrew Garfield out as Spider-Man, mm. and that's but. The only time I've read that are in shitty sponsored links on Facebook. Yeah, some of them have gotten me too that were just like, uh, oh yeah, like the what are pro wrestlers doing now one. Mm. Like, that this guy's now a fireman. This mm. one's a trained masseuse. And, <laughs> and, but then the ones that I think never get me that are the worst that are just like, they see where your hometown was. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, hey, get this t-shirt that says your hometown yeah. on it. People, It's like people from hometown are the best. Did I, did I tell you the specific one I had? <laughs> no. We mentioned, I mentioned it on Laser Time, but like right before I went to Florida for Christmas in Tallahassee on December 23rd, got the most rain it had like eight inches in like a, in like a 12-hour period. It was insane. Mm-hmm. It was just yeah. like the, the sky barfed it was, <laughs> for hours. And I right got before that, we had Storm of the Decade in San Francisco, and I assured you, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. And sure enough, it was kind of nothing. Of course, the streets aren't built to handle it, and some of your power went out. But it was like, I went and got a sandwich which <laughs> at a place that was open, but they closed down schools. Yeah. The Storm of the Century. Um, so on my Facebook, targeted ad, I'm a Floridian living in California. Fuck rain. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> that is so specific. Did you buy that t-shirt? Fuck no. Why would anybody I'm kid- buy I'm that kidding, t-shirt? I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> why would anybody buy that t-shirt? Oh, I just had that thought one second ago. I might as well wear it forever. 
Yeah, I think that's just the ma. Like that's it's incredible, but it doesn't matter because even if it was like slightly auto-generated, there's some poor asshole who had to like go to the trouble of making that and posting it just so I can laugh at it. Well, and to make and to make a T-shirt that works like can work for the size of any town name. Like, what's the longest town name and just that exists? And then the auto-generated T-shirt just has like the smallest text possible, like Newport Richie South. And it's dumb just because it's like. That's a lot of information about me, and it's like, would you want to go around wearing a T-shirt that had like your Twitter bio on it? Mm. And- <laughs> if I if I felt like, well, I don't know, I I, I publicize H E N E R E Y G quite Atta a lot. Boy, so. Cantista, give me a call, I'll yell at you. Mm. A lot of yelling on the internet this week. Yeah, I apologize, to everybody. Just, uh, but a lot of good stuff too. A lot of good mm. stuff too. It's it's just, I don't know why it's for right now. It's coming in like waves of extreme negativity and extreme positivity i'm having i have nothing in between right now Mm -hmm. no Uh, i i had some very positive things too but yeah mm -hmm. it's just oh boy yeah it's just some dark i i i wonder if it's just like every year feels worse than the last in globally and but it's like is that really just that we're getting older i asked just like more i asked my dad and he Mm -hmm. said don't be naive that just happened you know bad shit happens constantly if you want to group it together and create a little like pain montage for yourself of course the world looks bad mm-hmm. this will happen every year especially the more aware you become and he said that i'm like you're right dad and then i reviewed the year when i got back i'm like nope nope <laughs> nope this was really bad 2014 mm-hmm. was really 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 bad pat oswald had this great uh, uh i talked about his book last week but he mm-hmm. also for i believe it was for the new york times mm-hmm. he interviewed like he interviewed six comedians about the six comedians who died in the last year and like all these like Jesus. huge names like and he talked to the the really dark one was talking about Robin Williams with Maria Bamford who she's open about this like had a nervous breakdown has been in like treatment like she's probably had suicidal thoughts at some point in her life and so the in same with like Patton's suffered from depression. So just Mm -hmm. the two of them talking about Robin Williams, like it's really real. Yeah. It's, uh, I can't get away from dark things. Oh, okay. There's one other positive I didn't want to talk about that Mm -hmm. I, uh, of a, in a comic that I read, uh, it was a, um, what was the, okay. So it was a Kickstarter. I, I funded mainly because it's just a, Mm -hmm. a, um, it's an online comic called Menage a three, which is honestly like not, it's not amazing, but it's a fun. It's a fun, like internet comic to read three times a week. Mm-hmm. I like it, but it's. And they, I've been reading it for Is free. Office space joke. <laughs> what Menage three? It's from something. Uh, it Damn it! Be. But 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 the the point of it is that I huh. I felt I had gotten so much free entertainment from them that when mm-hmm. they had a Kickstarter of like, please give us money so we can publish these as books because mm-hmm. we'd really like to. I'm like. Yeah, sure. I'll just give you twenty bucks and buy the book. And so, it it was just a nice feeling to be like, you could just give money to people you think are cool, like I, when they ask for it. I sort of love it, like it, because I mean, like we're we're pretty much crowdfund. Like, well, I'm not on the street you. because we're crowdfunded. Yes. Uh, nobody's getting rich. No. Nope. And like, thank God, I have savings. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> thank God. Because it just does not make that much money, people. But it's it's working a lot more like uh, I, I love thinking about like Shakespearean traveling entertainers who come to town. Milady would like a dance or a sing. Uh, yes, here's a nickel. So you get to stay at the inn for free. Gracious, my lord, gracious. <laughs> uh, it's it feels 
it feels really nice that like all the little fiefdoms of like independent art mm. and culture and all these forms that you can just yeah. I don't know. All it costs you like a buck or two once. Yeah, I wondered what like I, I sometimes would bemoan the loss of like monoculture or mm-hmm. just of like we saw the tail end of it as kids, but of just like because cable was kind of killing it anyway. I had but to, I, just like that everybody if something was a famous if something was popular, everybody heard of it. Mm-hmm. Now it is that like I feel like things can be hugely popular and only 5 million people in the world have heard about it, but they're that super into it. And that's how you have people going like, wait, who's Taylor Swift? Like, or whatever. This is barely, this isn't comics. I I wrote, I did write it on laser time today as of this recording was the 25th anniversary of this season. First episode of the Simpsons airing as a show proper Mm. Christmas special. I'd argue is a very much a Christmas special Uh out of the episode order. Uh, it doesn't have a ti- it doesn't have a title screen. No Danny Elfman music. Yeah, it just has Simpsons Christmas special. Uh, so that happened, and I we had done a later time about that. About the there's an age where you become awake mm-hmm. on a pop cultural level, where like all of a sudden your taste develops, and there are certain things you like and dislike. And I think the n- modern generations don't have to grow up with like just sitting and watching shit because there's so many options. But for television, that wasn't really the case. There wasn't a lot of shit for you to watch. If and Lassie reruns were on, that's you was what we, watching. That's, you were not watching that or not watching anything because mm-hmm. you weren't going to watch the news or baseball, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. And I always bring that back to The Simpsons when that first. I, I remember the advertisements for the Christmas special. I watched it. And I'm like, this is the greatest thing of all time. This is this is I I love this more than anything. I've never mm-hmm. even seen a cartoon curse before. This is insane. This is great. And I didn't have any idea if anybody other than my dad and I <laughs> thought this was the greatest thing in the universe. Yeah, that's true. That's... I had no idea. I didn't know who made the show, so I could go badger them on Twitter and tell them to go, Make more of these! I like it! Mm. I, had, I couldn't demand that of them. And uh, most importantly, like, I didn't, I didn't know we were getting more Simpsons. <laughs> I had you no. You knew when it would come, or how it would be, yeah. or if it was going to be renewed. And like I, looking at the date, it was only a month, but it was like, man, I really wish there were more of these. That sucks. And then, like, what I do remember, and because I know this wasn't the case for everybody in my territory, and this doesn't happen a lot, they aired the Christmas special again. Mm. And when they did, they had a promo: first episode, Simpsons show coming soon. And, and like, it's no, like, I it's, remember it's, that at the end. It had, it had. I think I even taped it when it happened. Yeah. But, Bart was like did voiceover on and like hey guys we're gonna have hey man we're gonna have a cool real show and look at, check yeah. it out and it was like clips from the clips from Bart the Genius Bart the Genius yeah. and I remember him oh it was green why does he look like the Hulk oh shit this is awesome and I, and I right now I remember my reaction it, I, I'm pretty sure there were cartwheels and it's the kind of thing you film and put on YouTube where an <laughs> E3 trailer like just I, I it's one of those things where I hope you've had that moment. I hope you have a moment where you realize the thing you think is the greatest thing ever is turning, being turned into a show. And you had no idea. And it's coming up in a week. Well, and, Love it. and even not like knowing when things got renewed. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, it's September. Is a new sh- show here? I mean, it, with the, all the technology we have now, I, like, I feel stupid thinking of it like that. Like I didn't know there was mm-hmm. a, a show coming. I thought they're like, well, this Christmas special was pretty popular. We better whip up 13 more episodes in an hour. Yeah. Well, or also just feeling like, I wish there were more episodes of Duckman. <laughs> and just waiting months. In- Though, that's how... Uh, one last thing before we take a break, but we really should take a break. Mm-hmm. There, after like literally more than a year, mm-hmm. 
There will be a new Venture Brothers thing yep. next week. Yep. And it what like there was no even like hint that yep. it was going to happen until mm. a week before it came. Like, right, that is weird. That, I mean, I know those guys have a small operation, but it well, has to be big enough to where they know when they're going to have an episode. Well, I think out. they chose not to share oh, it. They right. want to be done. They because the the I heard them compare Venture Brothers. Venture Brothers, if you haven't seen it, you really should. It's an amazing what's, Adult what's the, Swim show. If you're listening to the show and you're a comic fan, what's the season opener that is just the first Marvel comic? Essentially, uh, that's the fourth season opener yeah. because you see it going down in price as it go or backwards. But it's crazy. It's, it's basically just superheroes yeah. on their off. It's science adventurers in the dumb, mundane things that happen in between the adventures. It's, it's superheroes being stupid, and also it shows when they're like, well, we don't need anybody that super. Can, well, you, can you cure disease? Well, no, but I fire lasers. We just have dumb fights all the time. Uh, I guess, yeah, that, that trailer hitch could use some fixing. Like, well, and also, like, characters who are just scarred by yeah. their upbringing and yeah. just, like, a lot of broken, sad people yes. going through the motion. The failure themselves. of the jet age. I love describing it like that. Yeah, like, everything everything uh, Tomorrowland looked like in the beginning is what the Venture Brothers still lives in. And the episode that really got me, I, I know I've said this before on mm -hmm. him, but... The episode that really got me into the show, I, I was watching it from the beginning, but the mm -hmm. one that got that was the first episode I told all my friends, like, you mm -hmm. gotta see this, is the Fantastic Four episode. But it was like really uh, good. it was Ice Station Impossible, I believe. Mr. The name impossible. It. It's impossible. That's it was so good. Uh, Colbert was so good. Now Bear it's Bill Band. Hader and Bill Hader's alright. He's fine. Oh yeah, and the G.I. Joe is freaking in it too. Like it's yeah. every like every pop culture thing beyond comic books. Like every Literally I every pop culture thing is in this show. Very happy they gave Kevin Conroy the best Batman, mm -hmm. a very special guest role, and Kevin Conroy is a voice guy who doesn't get special guest parts. And like, and I they didn't gave know it, to it was him, him till the credits. Yeah, because you know the audience watching this is going to really appreciate that the animated mm -hmm. Batman is making an appearance here as a weird yeah. superhero. It's the same thing I like on our best friend show, Ricky Morty, mm -hmm. that he, uh, he <laughs> that he you you'll hear like a voice of Rob Paulson, in yeah. it, and it's like he didn't have to cast Rob Paulson. And he grew up with yeah, the Maniacs, awesome. and he mm -hmm. was cool. Or um, that one other was uh, crap. The guy who plays Nathan Drake. That he. Oh yeah, Nolan North. Nolan North was a voice. <laughs> Nolan North. Uh, he was Scroopy Noopers. Scroopy Noopers. Uh, Pluto's King. And that if you listen even on the commentary, it's just like this guy's a great video game voice artist. So I hired him. Like that, <laughs> like that's basically it. Uh, the boy, would dream be job. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, hey, let's take a let's take a quick break. When we come back. Boy, there was a new Avengers trailer. That was exciting. <laughs> Plus, somebody watched Agent Carter, and somebody here didn't. Plus, answers to last week's question of the week. Hey everybody, thanks again for listening to Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast on the Laser Time Podcast Network. We are hosted on LaserTimePodcast.com and that's where you can find every week's episode along with a ton of other great content and podcasts. Uh, and if you'd like to help us out and keep things going, like help the, help the wheels keep on turning at this little old website, there's a lot of ways you can help out. You can go to the PayPal button that's on the site, just click on that and you can give a little money. Any of that helps. Uh, there's also a t-shirt store. You can buy a t-shirt, a laser time t-shirt for fun. And an, uh, there are a bunch of Amazon links on the right side of the screen. Click on any of those. Buy anything through there. Not just what we suggest, but anything through those links. And a little bit of money comes back our way. 
Uh, and then no extra cost to you. Also, if you're listening to this on iTunes and if you are not subscribed, please do subscribe and also give us a new review. If you haven't reviewed us yet, positive reviews and subscriptions are always helpful for visibility on this. And lastly, it's time now for the Hanks Corner pick of the week. This week is an Ed Brubaker classic that's back in print thanks to uh, Image. It was Ed Brubaker and Michael Lark's Scene of the Crime. A really great uh, short uh, noir story set in the that came out in the 90s. It's a really cool modern noir comic that takes place in the Bay Area. So you know it speaks to me. Uh, but it's it's a cool story. Basically like the slacker detective is, is, is a reductive way to to talk about it, but it's probably something you've not heard of before, unless I've mentioned it before on this podcast, and it's definitely worth seeking out. Again, it's great that it's back in print. If you read Gotham Central, this is the Gotham Central team working on a crime book that doesn't have Batman in it. So you definitely want to check it out. So there's a link to it on this week's episode page on lasertimepodcast.com, though you can also buy anything else through that link again. Helps us out. Alright, and now back to the rest of the show! And we're back. Hey, everybody. Boy, I hope, uh, hope the internet's treating you kindly. Uh, but it, now that we're back, let's talk about the news, Chris. So... <laughs> There was a brand new uh, uh, Avengers trailer. Newsiness. The Age of Ultron trailer. It was pretty cool. You said it was mostly old footage. Well, I felt, I think it was 70% new. I think it's just a sounded really drunk there. I've had one beer. Uh, this it, is that the new footage was so exciting it kind of overshadowed that yes, mm. that that shot of Scarlet Witch has been played in eleven billion promotional. Kind of tired of seeing your scream. And and there and there's but they, I only because I hate you know, I, I very rarely granularly go over like every second of something. But that you mm. see Scarlet Witch toss out a beam and Iron Man hit a wall and like. She's outside and he's inside. They they edited that to mislead us, mm-hmm. but because that whole trailer, like the thesis of it was Avengers fighting Avengers. Yeah, and I thought that was that's a cool concept. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think so. I didn't think so. I wrote a, wrote a little article up on Lazar Tim um, about it, and it's I kind of hated. Uh, I think it's sort of hack. And Iron Man two and Spider Man two, for example, deal with the battle within mm-hmm. rather than the. the outward battle losing your powers uh, and superhero teams eventually you know end up coming up but we've only seen them together once yeah Can well, they, they really had one outing before they started fighting I guess we're gonna just see more assumed outings that happen in like the opening up of Avengers Mansion mm-hmm. and all this stuff um, here's what struck me about one of the Seeing more of Hulk versus Hulkbuster was mm-hmm. awesome. Like that fight, I oh god, I can't wait to see that again. Here, here's it's another a, one of those things that like it, I dreamed of as a kid. Here's like, a casual prediction. I don't know what brought it on because it's it felt like the trailer revealed a lot. I would assume I am making a vague prediction. All right, Tony Stark is not inside the Hulkbuster armor. Hmm. I think he is, and that Hulk has gone bad, or mm. 
that he just became a Hulk. He couldn't control himself as the Hulk for some reason. Or, since it's all about Avengers in conflict, what if someone... Let's say we've seen a couple of pieces of armor hijacked during the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what if Hulkbuster armor is hijacked, used against Hulk, and then Mark Ruffalo's banner realizes, you built... You built a thing to beat me. A thing me. to beat me up? Yeah, that's true. Why did, you, why did that even exist? That would be interesting. Uh, well, and the, another thing I thought about this is, boy, this has a really big cast. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if you have the original six Avengers plus Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver mm-hmm. and Vision, mm-hmm. and then you also have, like, whoever Andy Serkis Whoever Andy Serkis is and whatever that black man or woman was in the cave. But I'm very confused. Was, with that many characters, like... That's a lot of characters, and we all know what Joss Whedon does when he has a big cast in mm-hmm. a movie. He kills a couple of them to thin out the herd. So I predict that, it'll, at the very least, Hawkeye's days are numbered because he is the most unwanted Ooh. Avenger of their group. And, like, there's not going to be a Hawkeye movie. And like, he's, al- he's also the one publicly who's talked shit about his role in Avengers. No, oh, there is that too. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't well, happy about his screen he- time. Heimdall did too. Well, Pete, I get it because... Sure, but Heimdall's not an Avenger. No, no, but no, I get why Hawkeye was... Mm. I get why Jeremy Renner was mad because he, like, he's the bad guy through most of the film and then just gets to do... He's really a lackey. Like, he's a lackey for most of the what, film. What is he not seeing there? You're Hawkeye. Hawkeye had stuff to do. That's normally not the case. <laughs> he should be happy he was asked to attend. Yes. Uh, I also had a back and forth with uh, some of the uh, male Twitter followers talking about uh, how we would rank the attractiveness of like our top five most attractive Avengers. I stand by the Chris Evans. This is from the male Twitter my, followers? Eh, mostly male. Well, including, like, uh, I let's see, Keegan was definitely there. And huh. uh, why is Skeletor so buff? He, he got in on it, too. Who I believe really? is he is straight, but he was just so like, no, I like to objectify no, that. Nobody, nobody chose people's sexiest man alive? Who's that? What? Hemsworth. I think, I think we all think it's too obvious yeah. that he's, like, mm-hmm. too much of a bimbo. It's just like, like back in the 90s, if you say, like, who's the most beautiful woman in the world? Pamela Anderson, like that's just so obvious or something. Just well, to then say. fine. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Mark because I I like it. Ruffalo <laughs> wrote that joke. Uh, Didn't see that from Amy Poehler. Well, I mean, he seems more attainable than the <laughs> than the perfect. Even though, like, he's in better shape than either of us. I am certain of that. This is true. But but he is not in superhuman shape like most of the Avengers. Uh, Downey Jr. is 67 years old with painted hair, so he's out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and... uh, but no, I think I think Evan seems like he's more fun too. That he's got more going on. Mm-hmm. I also think that it's crazy that Chris Hemsworth is playing a hacker. Like he's the most beautiful hacker of all time. A hacker. And the new Michael Mann film, Black oh, Hat. Yeah. He, was he's not a hacker. So yeah, Michael Mann. You know that uh, I didn't see his Miami Vice. I actually heard it wasn't as bad as it seems. I just but didn't love Collateral. Think Heat is overrated? I liked, I liked Collateral. And nobody talks about how awesome The Insider is. Fucking great. It Russell was pretty Crow's good. Amazing. Except Russell Crowe's Japanese wasn't so good. <laughs> well, now you know. Mm-hmm. Um, can I, how about, we're still talking about the Avengers trailer, right? Yeah. Here's what the people are saying, Hank. Um, okay. H-E-N-E-R-G-E-Y-G on Twitter says, uh, yeah, I think <laughs> Uh, they've, shown, they've shown us too much of the Hulkbuster fight now. Uh, Going to try to abstain from any more trailers. I kind of mm-hmm. get that feeling. Oh, I agree. Uh, and that we have like 
another four months of this. Like, and and Bladed Falcon says, "Are we sure that's a lady?" And I, after looking at it again, I'm like, it actually could be a dude. I just thought mm-hmm. the stance is a little feminine. But if you look closely, it's it could be either or. He says, although it doesn't look like Chadwick Boseman either, and he uh, who's the actor? He's the actor who's playing Blackhead, right? I'm stumped as well. Uh, anyway, I, like the trailer. Well, yeah, I would think that Black Panther has been cast. The fact that they have cast Black Panther makes me think he'd be in a teaser at Ooh. the end of Avengers Two, or he'll just be in Civil War. Uh, Aaron Baba points out, I would guess that the mystery lady is Shuri. Perhaps she and Andy Serkis will be involved in something uh, involving vibranium, which is part of Ultron's final body. Mm, um, ah, good point, which would then bring in Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And also, he said, oh, look at that shot of Thor getting zapped with electricity. Who is that lady behind him? Look at her outfit. Is that set in Asgard? Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, yeah, well, okay. And then, so also, out of Avengers, with other Avengers news, mm-hmm. was a Latino Review, who who oftentimes gets a lot of, like, big breaks. It's such, it's such a... It's a it, has, it has a I don't, hold, I don't know why it's called that. It has, a, it has a holdover of, like, those, that early day of, like... Movie scoopage sites URL. Well, yeah, like, this will make it, cool. it distinctive. It feels like ain't it cool. And I have a feeling like there's no way any like half the staff at a Latino Review are ethnically Latino at this point. It just has the name. Maybe I don't know. No, I, 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 I'm saying that because it, like I don't consider it as like an ethnic offshoot. It is a legit like one of the it biggest just breaks film sites. The news. Yeah. It's just a film news site. I would but... imagine being Latino is not a prerequisite to work there because I just assume they have a lot of people working there. So they said that uh, they they say that the spider. Man Avengers deal is on for the that movie was which interesting. Sony has since refuted, but I—that's what they would say. I always wondered that when, like, a studio refutes that kind of information, mm-hmm. and they're lying. Well, I mean, we've seen is game it? companies do that too, just saying like, no. we aren't working on this game, well, and then four months later, like, yeah, we were, we just couldn't say it. Like, no, it's just that, like, you—you you generally find ways to talk around that uh they don't straight up say we're not because well, i did i did wonder in like in a public statement like are, are are you somehow liable if you're like actually lying outright and like something is happening and well i guess only marvel isn't. would be the ones to sue them like if and sony like, says it what's Mar- marvel just wouldn't act uh, make here's here's why it seems believable to me mm-hmm. um and i think you had a theory about this that, yeah well okay, I, you, go. you go what was my theory well your old theory was that when the when the leaked emails came that you mm-hmm. said that it, you bet it would be back on because when the Japanese bosses found out they could have made money and didn't. Yes, that, that was would. in the Japanese email, like you're a company not doing very well that we own. <laughs> if the biggest company in the world is offering to take a little of that money off of our plate, <laughs> you fucking, give us you more do money. it. Yeah. And like and then we didn't hear anything after that. Mm-hmm. And I like I don't seek out scoops, but I was like, what? That had to have a resolution that's vaguely public, mm-hmm. and there's been no refutation on either side. And Sony, what? And you ask yourself that Sony just refuted it. Why would they do that? Because uh, to admit that that's happening is essentially Sony's a company confessing weakness. In reg- <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm saying in terms of like that's why you don't reveal things, and things get revealed earlier is because your stockholders love to hear that you have new shit coming out that people are excited about, mm-hmm. even when you can't reveal it to the public. Uh, when you say something like the, the public, yeah, we didn't really know what to do with Spider-Man, so we're letting Marvel have our way. That weakens Stoney's stock prices. <laughs> that is true. So and I, I do, they have every reason to deny it. You didn't hear Marvel say a fucking word. Yeah, I think it works better for them. They, the, the PR spin they want to have mm-hmm. is just like, 
these are two very successful film franchises and mm-hmm. we've come together to make it. Mm-hmm. But it also sounded like from those leaked emails that like Sony didn't want to admit that like they didn't want to give up creative control even though they totally should because they can't make a better movie. They aren't making better movies than Marvel. And so. I, I, Brett, Brett took me to task on that. I said that Sp- the Spider-Man movies are playing a different game mm-hmm. and that they're so Peter Parker focused. And he's like, yes, but that's how Peter Parker is as a comic. It doesn't really matter in a post-Marvel Universe world. Mm. And so what Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man do, uh, 2 did to try and for, for present MCU-level stakes is create these giant stakes, but they all had to revolve around Peter Parker, mm-hmm. including the stupid garbage about his father. Well, yeah, and, they had to make him Harry Potter and, yes, or Born Identity or any of these In things. order to make this giant story that is on the level of the events of the MCU, which are fucking universe-shattering mm-hmm. things... They all have to happen in Peter Parker's backyard. And it, it has it to seems... be a giant conspiracy that Peter's the center of. And, and I, I don't like it. Stupid. I, I, don't I like think that is also stupid. And I think even if he was within the Marvel Universe, he could like, you know, high-five Captain America on the Avengers building <laughs> and then go off and have his little... And we, we know that there's a bigger universe happening around him, mm-hmm. even if that's not the plot of the movie. Uh, oh, there was also rumor that... Um, the Batman Superman film is going to get split into two films. Man, I, got, I got trashed on that on Craig Candico's Facebook page. I don't. Uh, like you Marvel like fanboys, why are you poo pooing it? I'm like, okay, one, nobody has split up two movies as the first movie. Mm-hmm. Back to the Future did it. Uh, Twilight did it. Harry Potter did it. All proven successes. <laughs> Things that people... I want to see more of this. Nobody knows if they want to see this at all. Yeah, well, I mean, it's technically it's evil to Man of Steel. Like technically, is, yeah. But, but still, but yeah. nobody knows if they want to see this at all. Though this is I, their first movie, yeah, essentially. Though I do think the, the pressure of, like... In one film, they have to introduce Batman one and Wonder Woman and probably two or three other superheroes to the Man of Steel universe and to then sow the seeds for the Justice League and then also just have a story of Batman fighting Superman. That's yeah. a lot for one movie to deal with. And I, I also hated that it was... they were. Yeah, I think Avengers is doing this too, but splitting them a year apart. Yeah, that's a little too long. Six months, I like, but it's it's again, it's a fucking it's a stockholder thing. We have two of these movies. We have this movie this year and this movie next mm-hmm. year. We're strong both years. Yeah, they plan doesn't that. benefit I mean, the public too. That's much. what happened with the last Harry Potter film. And one mm-hmm. of them was scheduled for December, and they're like, yeah, but we don't need like Harry Potter will make us a billion dollars, but we don't need a billion dollars this mm-hmm. quarter. We could use a billion dollars yeah. next quarter, so let's just put it next quarter. And I think that's that's ultimately bad for a film when you're trying to start one. They're trying to start the they're franchise. They're trying to start a franchise, And, and yes. that's not the way you do that, by piecemealing it out a year apart. I also saw the Comics Alliance uh, mm-hmm. made this great infographic on all the comic book movies coming out in the net till 2020, and it's insane. I think... I bet if you were to go by the numbers, there are more comic book movies coming out in the next five years than came out in like forty years. Yeah, like, it, well, it's, and it's I also crazy. Uh, the notion I had thinking of the Spider-Man movie that has to be centered in this one stupid universe and it can't leave Spider-Man's neighborhood. It is going to be. We, it looks like we have a lot. It'll be there. Are, there's nobody else really who can launch and I guess there's not that many competitors to launch a superhero franchise because nobody can establish anything on the level of the Marvel Universe yeah it really you kind of just have to take a billion dollar risk and hope it works which is exactly what Marvel did and it paid off but maybe it'll also be like to make this about video games real Mm -hmm. quickly you remember how WoW Mm -hmm. like changed the game on on MMOs Mm -hmm. like 
then everybody wanted to make these MMOs. And so you had all these wild killers and people making wild killers that didn't even ship. Yeah. It was bankrupting companies to yeah. try to be wow. To try and be wow. And because wow was the only one. Like, there it's wasn't guaranteed room. that when our game comes out, people will pay $20 a month starting the very day, regardless of how this will may take shape. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. They, they just imagined, oh, we can make a wow. Like, it, wow wasn't wow overnight either. Mm-hmm. Neither was the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. But... Nobody like Blizzard had the commitment and could afford the commitment. Oh wait, I did see the worst superhero movie of 2014. What? Birdman. <laughs> Birdman. Uh, um, kind of. I knew what it was going in, but it did kind of masquerade itself as having like superhero mm-hmm. intentions, which yeah. it, it is not. And I, I walked out of it, and I, I even used the Berkeley accent. Like I love it. But I'm not in love with it. Like, it's super pretty and nice, and I hope it finds someone who loves it. But it's just not working between us, man. My favorite joke from the Golden Globes was about Birdman. It was, um, they, uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler were yes. the great. They were just great. And in their opening thing, they decided to, they did like, which, which two, who would you rather? And when they said Link Letter versus Honoruritu, sure. <laughs> The director of Birdman, um, You're Amy Poehler so said, like, uh, Amy Poehler said, one long take. Uh, two hours. Two hours. One lock. And one Tina Fey is even funnier. <laughs> Once a year five, for five minutes. Once a year, five minutes. Like, <laughs> that's, I love that. It's really good. Uh, you really told good. that a lot faster than I could. Indeed. Oh, and the next week we'll have something probably big to talk about because Marvel says they're going to have yeah. a mega announcement. Like, yeah. they're, they are... Marvel hypes stuff a lot, but they are really hype. They like the the wording they're using for this hype mm-hmm. is crazy. Yeah, oh, that they're um, it's like right. Secret Wars changes right? kind of it, the the image they use for it is related to Secret Wars. Yes. Okay, because that's that's coming in May. I believe it's the summer event. Yeah, it so it is a summer event. You know, there were, I think we talked about this months ago on this mm-hmm. show, but just like. Would Marvel reboot the universe? Like, mm-hmm. w- would they do it? Like, would they take that chance? I don't know. Like, I, I picked it up on and off, but I also I didn't know that they were canceling Avengers and New Avengers. Eh, just to be another number one, but yeah, like well, I, but if well, you read they, New Avengers, they've kind of like painted themselves in a really weird corner. I it just I knew they well, were, you've done the flash forward stuff. You mean well, but, kind yeah. of, and then just like where do you go from like the superhero Illuminati? Like, mm-hmm. like this has to be disassembled somehow. Well, they're also in a weird. They're they're also bringing themselves this weird place of just like the diversity Avengers, mm-hmm. like the most diverse Avengers ever, where mm-hmm. it's just like you have the female Thor, the Falcon Cap. Medusa's now on the Avengers. The dog, the kid in the wheelchair, it's, the backwards head. That's the Burger King Kids Club. I'm sorry. But yeah, you, they, they made that, they they have that lineup of Avengers to look very distinctive. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. this isn't the Avengers you knew anymore. And like, Wolverine's gone. There's no Fantastic Four. Like, mm-hmm. the Marvel Universe looks really weird right now. And oh, it, and they, they're killing Deadpool. Wow, that's crazy. Apparently. Uh, I final... guess he's the star of a movie from Fox, so that seals the deal. That, that is probably part of it, but it's kind of the only... like I not. It's not that I'm not interested in Dugan and uh, Posehn's, uh, mm-hmm. who I believe Sarah Silverman just appeared in, in yeah. the comic. Yep, I saw that. I saw that panel. Um, it was pretty cool. As a Roxxon protester. Neat. Um, and But what else do you do with Deadpool to make him special? Uh, like Either he's like 
on the verge of dying or like mm-hmm. I don't know I don't, I don't I, I've never been able to read that book consistently unless you're kind of doing something terrible for Deadpool and you take him away from me for a little while <laughs> it always makes him feel more special yeah I I think putting them on ice is an interesting idea mm-hmm. like that if Brett was here he would bring up that they did that with Thor and that made Thor more interesting mm-hmm. like that they when they gave Thor a break for two to three years mm-hmm. when Thor came back people were like oh yeah Thor I miss that guy like mm-hmm. they they didn't care much for Thor before he disappeared. That's a good. That's a good name for the next issue. Thor before. Thor before. Yeah. Well, now Thor's not Thor, and not, like there's Thor just the floor. there's been a lot of status quo changes, and it makes you wonder like they've put themselves into a corner that a reboot would fix. Though I wonder if they just want us to think that, and then yeah. it's the bait and switch. Because I think Marvel also likes to lord it over DC that they're like, we never did a reboot. We're mm-hmm. better than you. Like you guys <laughs> had to reboot like what five times. But. Uh... It's also that in doing that, Marvel can do a bunch of soft reboots on titles. It Which seems... they basically do. Like, yeah. and As I read in an article by Chris Sims at Comic Alliance, again, he pointed out that like, Marvel comics always happen now. Yeah. Like, they, not, they don't tie themselves to a time. Well, they actually like very specifically tie themselves to a time each time. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is now. Spider-Man's listening to the Beatles, and he's talking about the Beatles. Or he's mm-hmm. saying, I just watched the Ed Sullivan show. Now you read it, and that's something like Dan Slott is... Lady Gaga. Yeah, he had mm-hmm. a Lady Gaga joke in there, like, intentionally dating himself, mm-hmm. because that is the Mary Marvel way mm-hmm. of that comics happen now. Like, and so, I don't think they'd ever do a reboot, no. And so, yeah, they, they, don't, need, they don't need to do a reboot, because they do soft reboots anyway. They're yeah. not going to have a character... It can't benefit their universe to do a reboot. They do reboots constantly, all the time, uh, mm-hmm. in little doses, that all points individual attention at certain issues and not the entire series yeah I think the idea the idea of these that didn't that worked for a while like everything's rebooted I'm like well I can't buy every one of your fucking comics well and this uh, also with reboots and complicated continuity like Eric Larson Mm -hmm. brought up this great point once where he he said that like he was uh, that he loved his work on Spider-Man but he said that it didn't matter and he's just like people think continuity matters and it's like yeah, I did these things that technically count and are part of Spider-Man's life, but they're not going to refer to his marriage troubles with Mary Jane or the time he had this school project or all these subplots that happened in his books. Like, those don't count. Like, they don't mention them because it would complicate it. Like, they don't say they never happened, but they're like, yeah, let's just not talk about them because it will confuse people. And it's, like, if they wanted to reboot anything, I always thought, fucking reboot Ultimates. It, now that needs to be rebooted. Kind of, yeah. yeah. It's got. It's. I, I haven't really caught up with most of it, but it, it does seem. Every time I read it, I'm like, wow, this is kind of in a good way, like pretty fucking insane. Yeah, I do love that they're just like they've like they've dynamited it like four times. Yeah, I'm like nope, now this is dead. Nope, now this is dead. Quote. It's like insane. It's really interesting because they tend to follow the beats of the original Marvel stories, but they do it in this like super hyper condensed format. Mm-hmm. You get through entire entire years and pages. Okay, let's do some trivia. We should take... Oh, trivia time. Let's take trivia time. time. Uh, Um, Normally uh, you'd be asking me and Brad, but this is just for me. This is just for you. Let me make sure the soundboard is up. In case you guys are new to the show, this is when we pull out some trivia cards that Brett Elston was nice enough to give to us that have a bunch of Marvel trivia. Chris is going to ask the other people on the show, in this case just me, <laughs> the trivia questions, and we'll see if I get it right. This card is a steal, which I'm guessing yeah. applies to the game that we're not playing yeah, appropriately. The, yeah. Uh, I forget what it's called. Listen to the last show. Elson will plug it generously. Um, Doctor Strange first appeared in what Marvel anthology series? Man, you're going backwards. We had this one last Son time. Son of a bitch. 
Did we? It was Tales of Suspense, by the way, right? Um, I don't remember. Okay, we definitely didn't ask this one. Got it. Here we go, everybody. Right. Forget that last question. <laughs> what was the answer to that one, just in case people... Strange Tales. It? Strange Tales. Um, true or false, Norman Osborn, the Green Goblin, was the first leader of the Thunderbolts team. False. It was Baron Zemo. Wow. That was exactly it. Dead on, Henry. Uh, what was the long time? What long time foe did Doctor Strange merge to fight the Hulk during the events of World War Hulk? Dude, boy, Doctor Strange. Oh, uh, wait, long time foe. Long time foe. Merge. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. More, you know, the uh, Dormammu. There you go. Oh, See, um, Brad would have beat me to that one. Uh, Marvel's Tales of Suspense comic changed its title to what? Starting with its 100th issue. Captain America. Damn, Henry. All right. Uh, I'm gonna wait till you get two wrong, and then we're gonna okay. stop. For a time in the see, because in the time in the '60s, Marvel had this weird rule on mm-hmm. their publishing that they could only publish so many books, but they had more popular characters than books, and so mm-hmm. they had anthology series like Tales of Suspense and Journey into Mystery that then became duo books like Tales of Suspense for a time, like I believe was Cap and mm-hmm. Iron Man, and then when they hit whatever number of years that they could publish more issues they're like fine we'll make this the cap book give iron man his own book and then boom boom bada boom, bada boom. i wasn't listening i'm sorry um well, the, it was a good trivia for the listeners boy. i'll give you how about this extra point henry um true or false daredevil's costume originally was red black and white nope yellow and red Red, black, and yellow. Uh, uh, got, right, yes, what heroine's identity did Scroll Empress Varenki? Did I say that right? Spider Woman. Um, <laughs> there you go. Um, yes. Scroll names are tough. Um, yeah, shit. Even I knew that one. Um, yeah, you read that. Was, you read Secret Invasion. I did. Uh, what Marvel villain steals the body from the grave of Professor Xavier and fuses his brain to Professor, Professor X's brain? Well, that's Red Skulls we talked about last week on the show. It's more recent right. than I, you, haven't, you haven't even got one wrong yet. All right. Who teaches Spider-Man martial arts, specifically the way of the spider, Henry? That would be the master of kung fu. Uh, oh, oh, Shang. Boy, no. No. Ooh, ooh. Uh, Shang. Chi! Wow. Chi, right. the master of kung fu, wow. created to rip off Bruce Lee. Sin is the daughter of what Captain America foe? Red Skull. Oh, my God. What longtime Avenger foe was constantly looking to impress his love mistress? Uh, I know all these. Yeah, Thanos, yeah. Uh, it's not an Avengers foe. What branch of the military did War Machine James Rhodes serve? Ooh, uh, the Navy. Uh, uh, Air Force, right? Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, darn it. Um, it's Marines. Marines. Semper fuck, Henry. Well, all right. I did pretty good there. Did pretty okay. That was a good run. Uh, it was a good run. As you are officially the Ken Jennings of this game. <laughs> no, I'm not. Good for I'm you. I'm not as good. We've as only good. played it twice. All right, guys. Last week's question of the week. This is when we interact with our community when they give comments on our forum page to each week's question of the week. I'm trying to give more context. That's something I I learned from uh, Scott Aukerman. Of the comedy Bang Bang. Uh, but so we asked, what comic book thing are you most hyped for in 2015? And you know, the first guy, our good old buddy Super Giraffe, says Brian K. Vaughn is killing it on Saga and he just announced two new series with Image. <laughs> One of them involves the U.S. invading Canada and us kicking your asses out. Mm-hmm. It'll be the book of the year if the White House is burnt again. Boy, it's weird to see. Oh my to god! To see Canadians bring up the War of eighteen twelve. Like Hurry up! The Game Brigaders are after me. All right, uh, <laughs> oh boy, 
You Chris. All right. To the Matt Cave says, uh, and he says, and he points out that it's to the Matt Cave on Twitter, just as spelled as his account. Uh, DC's Convergence, the big old crossover that's going to bring together all their universes. Uh, John Wahizel says the Marvel's Darth Vader book, because it's being called a mix of House of Cards and The Sopranos, but set in the Empire, which does sound pretty awesome. Uh, let's see here. Aimbot Master also says Convergence. Uh, Batman Boy says the Netflix Daredevil show. Ooh, like, yeah, that, that April twelfth, fourteenth. I forget. Yeah, I think so. The Mid-April. DC community yeah. has a start date, but they're gonna do it weekly. Like it's mm-hmm. not, it's not binge watching. Like which, I, I'm tired of binge watching. Me too. Like, there's too much to it binge. It, every time I've done that, it's not a very rewarding experience. Uh, Hitler me this Batman brings up <laughs> Jeff Laramie's uh, or Lee Myers. Sweet Laramie. Uh, <laughs> Jeff. Jeff Lee Myers Hawkeye, which also sounds pretty great. Uh, Moan for Stallone says the AMC Preacher Show, which we'll see if that even actually happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to read a couple more here. Uh, Let's see. The second half of the first season of Constantine says Wiretap 57, or sorry, 757. Wiretap 757. Um, burr, burr, burr. Oh, yes. Yeah, Spider Gwen. I agree with you. Cor- Con Ritter. I am really looking forward to the Spider-Gwen series. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's it uh, from last week's question of the week. Let's do a quick uh, one for this week. You were talking about Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. What are your favorite Star Wars... What's well, your favorite Star Wars comic by book? By Jason Aaron, as I explained earlier. <laughs> the one that just happened. I, uh, a quick one I like that I can't even remember the name of. It was a late 90s or early 2000s Dark Horse uh, one-off where Boba Fett finds out that while he was trapped in the Sarlacc pit, a guy is pretending to be him. And it's him oh. getting revenge on the guy pretending to be Boba Fett. And it's a really cool, like, revenge crime huh. film. Like, it's it, in just all in one issue. It's a really fun book that ends with, like, basically a Saw-type ending. Like, uh, it's it's really cool. Seek it out, whatever it's called. Uh, you know, I'll find out the name of it next time, and I'll tell you guys about Atta it. Attaboy. Clarify right. it in the, in the forum thread. So, yeah, any plugs? Laser time this week. Uh, it's all about... Um, Fucking classical music in old cartoons. If you grew up watching Looney Tunes and Ren and Stimpy, you probably are a bigger expert in classical music than you know. And thanks to Diana preparing this little quiz down, you will now put a name uh, name and uh, artist behind all these songs that you kind of could hum by heart if you were asked. Yeah. If you knew what they were called. Pretty neat. And uh, I wrote something about The Simpsons. Dave wrote up something about the new WWE uh, iPhone game. Uh, on there, Dave, your wrestling expert, cheap podcast. It is, it is literally injustice, but mm-hmm. with WWE yeah. characters, and, which and uh, is crazy to see. I put up something about the Simpsons. Hopefully, we'll have up uh, some more looks at Japan. This being on, Woo. let's just say, cartoons. Yeah, guys, you need to watch. You guys need to watch those those Japan videos on the Laser Time Network. Whatever, they don't want to watch your videos. It's fine. They're really great, guys. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah. So thanks again for listening, and until next time. Uh, First off, be nice to each other on the internet, guys, please. And second, Excelsior! Excelsior.